Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality. I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Okay, so before I introduce my guest, I wanted to talk about what I've been watching these days. Of course, by the time this drops, we will have dissected ad nauseum the Meghan and Harry Oprah interview. So I don't probably have a lot to add to the conversation. I really just want to say that I miss my Oprah so much. I was somebody who recorded Oprah every day, watched Oprah every day. I think she's the GOAT. There's no one who comes close. I thought she did an incredible job. I really, really wished that she had asked about Meghan's father. But other than that, I think she covered everything. And there's just no one as good as her. Um, so I say bring Oprah back. Let's just do a Sunday night sit down with Oprah on CBS. But let's do it at the same time as the East Coast, shall we? So we don't have to wait an extra three hours to see the same thing they're seeing. That was irksome. I'm also watching top class life and times of Sierra of the Sierra Trailblazers, Sierra Canyon Trailblazers. Sorry, I just butchered that title. Um, actually it's my daughter's school. So I was excited to see it anyway. It's on imdb.com and it follows the basketball team at Sierra Canyon, which has such notables as Bronny James, who's LeBron's son and Zaire Wade, who is Dwayne Wade's son and some other great players. Um, it's, it's, it's really well done. If you like that kind of sports doc thing, um, I'm enjoying it. We're enjoying it as a co-watch. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I really enjoyed Tehran, the Apple Plus series. If you're a fan of Fauda and Homeland, you'll definitely like Tehran. It's an eight episode binge and I thought it was really well done and I'm excited about season two. Did watch Coming to America too. Uh, as my husband called it, it was a passage of time. <laughs> I liked it slightly more than that. I mean, I laughed. It was pretty bad, but I got a kick out of it, I guess. Um, and I love outtakes and bloopers and they give you those at the end. So anytime you give me a blooper reel, I'm in. Finally watched, um, Biggie. I got a story to tell, which is a new Netflix documentary on Biggie Smalls. Sorry, Notorious B.I.G. Um, it's good. I mean, it's, it's compelling and, um, it's a little bit scattered in terms of the timeline and kind of trying to follow stuff, but we're huge Biggie fans, so it was interesting to know some of the origin story and about his mom, who's an incredible person. Um, I recommend it, especially if you like him. It's interesting, and you get to hear his music, which is so good. Um, and last but not least, I have to give a shout-out to Summer House, which is, I've talked about it before. If you're looking for an explanation as to why Summer House is a phenomenal show, you're not going to get it here. I don't know why it's such a good show. It just is. It's a great show. I love Summer House. It's got great drama and it even has some poignant stuff going on this season, which is honestly a little bit off-putting, but, uh, but good. I mean, there's nothing Summer House can't do is really at the end of the day, what we're talking about. So listen, if you like trash TV, I'm not going to say that it's good, but I'm going to say it's great. Okay. So now on to my guest. She's a return guest. She's a friend of mine. She's a fabulous lifestyle influencer. Her name is Sabrina Soto and you may know her from HGTV. Um, she did a show, a great show called the high low project. That's actually now streaming on discovery plus. And then of course she was one of the designers tapped to come back with the trading spaces reboot on TLC a few years ago. She's got two shows on the air right now, Tiebreaker on HGTV, 
uh, with Ty Pennington and then CBS, a show called Secret Celebrity Makeover, which uh, kind of went into hiatus, but it's coming back. She's also got a podcast, which is really cool. It's called Redesigning Life. Um, and basically it's it's more spiritual and it's kind of more self-helpy, for lack of a better word. Sabrina is very spiritual into vision boards, which we talk about and kind of manifesting your dreams and your goals. Um, and so we talk about that and I highly recommend you check it out. And of course she has her lifestyle brand of rugs, which I love her rugs. You should follow her on her social, most notably her Instagram, because she's always, um, she's got just great content and she's always promoting these gorgeous rugs. So we talk about all of that. We talk about Wendy Williams, most importantly, and Clubhouse. And we just kind of get silly because we make each other laugh. And if you have not heard my original interview with Sabrina, I will put that in the show notes where we get into her background and how she came up in her career. Sabrina, you're here. You're actually here. You're in my back. You're on my back porch. But we're like 12 feet apart. I think we're 15. I think I didn't measure, (laughs) but I feel like it's at least 12. It's fine. Yeah. We, I feel safe. I I feel fine. No COVID will travel between us. No. Do you want me to put my mask on? (laughs) No, because it already sound muffled as is. (laughs) I'm so excited that you're here. We, you were one of my first people to do the podcast, um, 2016 when I started and um, I listened back to it because I don't want to repeat anything we talked about, but we had a, we had a good time. And the funny thing was it was a little bit of a lull in your career at the time and you had your product line was doing great. But then like, since you've been on, you had your second Renaissance and you've done like 5 million things. Wait, did I have Olivia yet at that point? She was a baby. Okay. You adjust, you were like, yeah, I have a newborn. I, yeah. And, right. And then like, Trading spaces happen. I mean, so much has happened. So we Here have, I am. yeah. It's, part two is like, don't call it a comeback. Yeah, no, it's just a renaissance or it's a um, revival. Revival. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. So when was trading spaces the first thing, first big thing that happened? After I had Olivia? Yeah. Probably. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I have the worst memory. Me too. It's the perfect. worst. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not going to remember anything. <laughs> I am the worst with dates, directions, and all of anything. But um, I think Trading Spaces was the first big show, yes, I did after Olivia was born. I, I mean, quite frankly, as a mom, do you know, you, especially if you're on camera, there's no way that you can balance both. There's just, it's impossible. So I had to get off camera for a while just to really focus on Olivia. So yeah, it took a while, but then Trading Spaces came. Then um, the new show on HGTV. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We got to stop on Trading Spaces because that was huge. So that reboot was announced. And that, I mean, just the news of the reboot made huge news because the irony bringing it all full circle between us is that we met at Banyan. Banyan was the one that, you know, really got on the map because it, I ended up at Banyan because of Trading Spaces because I saw it on TV and I said, I want to produce the show. Who produces the show? And, you know, it was before like the Internet was like a resource. Yeah. So I looked at the credits. It was Banyan. I got myself down to Philly for an interview and the rest is history. But that show was, was huge when you and I were at Banyan. Right. Yes. I mean, it was the the shit. Yes. So the designers on that show I mean, they became huge, you know, they all went on to huge careers after that. Yes, you especially Ty. Ty's huge. We'll get to him. But you are called to be one of the designers, which is like a very, you know, select, incredible team. What, but it was weird, too, for me because I was one of the new designers. So they brought back a lot of the older original designers and then they brought three did new Did Doug designers. come back? 
Doug did come back. I mean, you can tell I didn't. I really did. I only watched the first episode. Sorry. So you this should is what, watch my episodes. <laughs> How do I just watch yours? <laughs> that's, that's the your same only... way I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the curated Sabrina Soto content page. I like it. So is it, did you feel like you had big shoes to step into? I mean, you had it done just, so much It was a little them. awkward, I'm not going to lie, because it was just like the original cast and then the newbies. But at the end of the day, I mean, I've worked with most of those people on other shows. Vern... Carter, you know, Genevieve, we've all known each other from the HGTV years. So it was fun. It was fun. Was it, it different working for TLC than HGTV? Because you had done so much to HGTV. Like, yeah, but remember, I was on TLC first with the dating story. It all comes full circle. Yeah, we did what? hundred. I did 185 episodes. Wasn't that the case? It was 85. Was it? No, I thought it was. Was, was it 85? Yeah. Well, Either according one. to our first podcast, it was 85. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it was, a, you know, it was a lot. Who cares? It was a lot. Who cares? <laughs> so wait, who was the TLC exec running trading? Terry. No, no, but writing trading spaces when you came back. Oh, who was it? I don't even know. Who was the production company? Um, Authentic. Oh, okay. Right? My goodness. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> I would be a horrible witness to any crime. They'd be like, where were you on the night of the... I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. We definitely will not put you on jury duty. Um, okay. So what was... so? Did they shoot that, like, was it in one location, like one geographical location or was it all over? We shot, okay, so, yeah, no, it was all over. As a matter of fact, my mom and my sister were on one episode. I, I gotta watch it. No, you have to watch that episode. My mom's nuts. Wait, it's literally her house? It was my mom, yeah, my, <laughs> my mom traded spaces with their neighbors. In Miami? Is no, that here in they're? LA. Oh, they're in LA? They're in LA. And okay. Ty did her, be uh, did her bedroom. Get out. I, swear. I have it's to see it. It's the only time a man's been in my mom's bedroom. <laughs> Seriously. That is a true story. <laughs> I'm dying. I, it's kind of sad, but it's true. Did that come up on the show? Yeah. <laughs> I think I mentioned it four times. Was she happy? No. Oh, no. Did she redo, re undo she, that everything? That night she tore everything apart. <laughs> That's the show I want to see, to Me be honest. Me too. How has that show not been done? But, but the weird thing about my mother is she's so... <laughs> she's... She offends everyone. She's an equal opportunity <laughs> offender. But she didn't want Ty to know that she didn't like the room. That's but I'm nice. like, Mom, you literally call me every name of the book, mm -hmm. but you don't have a problem with me, but you don't want to hurt Ty's feelings. <laughs> Did you know she wasn't going to like it? I mean, at first when I walked in the room, it was just, you know, and now I know what it is to be revealed. Yeah. You're in such <laughs> shock to see the room so different. Right. I thought she might like it. I didn't think she was going to hate it. Right. But she really did tear. She was up until four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that show needs to be like after the final rose, like yeah. after the final renovation. Like go like, back. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I know, so you know, just anecdotally so many people that are like, yeah, we changed it back two days later. You should produce that show. <laughs> but I feel like that's the bummer. That's so my personality. Like it's like, OK, this is the Debbie Downer <laughs> version of the show. That's like fun Debbie Downer the, design. Right. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Done. Done. <laughs> um, OK, so then how long was it? One season or two seasons? How did it do? We did. Oh my gosh, I think we did two seasons. Okay. Yeah, we did two seasons. Well, you were seasons. employed for a while on that yeah. show. Yeah, we did two seasons and now, um, you know, Discovery bought TLC. Yeah. So it's all like just one big company yeah. now. And is it going to stream on, or is it already streaming on Discovery Plus? Because you know everything is. I don't is. know if it is, but I know my old show, High Low Project, is, which I'm so excited I about. I love that. It's my favorite. Oh, good. We'll put that in the in the show notes, yes. too. So that, that's that was a great Plus. show. That show I did watch. That's the best show. And I feel like that's, 
that's really applicable. Like, you know what now, I mean? Like, exactly. I know. You know, I love a bargain hunt. Right. My, bring, it back. Bring, bring it, it back. Bring it back. <laughs> We're putting it out there now. I know. I know that's these execs listen, or some of them do. So yeah, I'll put it in a pink bubble. That's my new. Put it on your vision technique. board, which yes. we have to. That's on my list to talk to you about because I listened to the podcast about you talking about the vision board and they like work. things coming <gasps> true. You know what? Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Do you remember Krista Colby? Yes. Who is that? She was one of the producers yes. that worked on the show. Yes. So I guess it back when we did. Dating story? After a dating story, I had written in this book called Creative Visualization. Okay? Okay. And it's one of the things that they ask you to do, one of the activities or whatever that you want to call it, is to write a letter to somebody you know talking about your future. And I wrote a letter to Krista Colby. By the way, Krista, I don't know where you are, but hi. And it was (laughs) that I had my own HGTV show. What? Yes. This was before, like, this was in 2003. Oh, my gosh. And that I had a house in L.A. that had a pool. She should come visit. It's bananas. I started crying when I I found it, like, three weeks ago. Okay, but you have some magic powers because when I listened to one of your podcasts talking about a vision board, you had put, like, you were, like, on your last dollar or something. No, and you're for like, insurance. I need, right? You're yes, like, this needs to come through. And, like, literally that night you got a call for, like, a SAG yes. gig. And then all of a sudden your insurance was restored. For a whole year. And I made fun of you because of the secret last time we talked. Yeah. Now I'm like, I should Who's be the damn now? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I mean, seriously. It's, it's changed my life. It's the only reason I'm on HGTV is because <laughs> it's Insane. I'm telling you, and I watched The Secret before it was on Oprah, before it was even a movie. Right. You had to like download it online and it was four dollars and ninety-five cents. Wow. Yeah. I had the book. I think someone sent me the book when they were trying to promote the book tour, like you used to get books for press. So I have the book, or I probably gave it away you read at this it? point. No, no. Oh. <laughs> I believe in vision boards though. Okay. And um I talked to this medium once who told me that. My grandfather, who, um, my dad's dad who died when I was nine or died when I was eight, told me that anytime I want to sell a show or I need help, that he knows some Jewish guys. <laughs> I don't know if that was like the medium being like slightly anti-Semitic or like he actually was saying that. What? But like like a Hollywood's run by Jews type thing. But I always pray to the Jewish guys, <laughs> whoever they are. Whatever it takes. <laughs> but maybe there's like not enough Jews in charge, which is why they don't We're always in heaven. <laughs> I think there are. I think it's a, you know, everybody's equal. Okay, good. Good to know. Um, I do. No, I do believe I at least believe in like the core of the secret, which is laws of attraction. Right. Yes. I mean, that is just you can if you're going to put negative energy out there, you're not going to like a boomerang. I mean, it's just is. it really is. Well, okay. So, so I've had so many epiphanies this last year. Okay, so let's just go there because Talk about reborn. Yeah, I feel like you. I mean, you've always been a searcher and a seeker and spiritual, but I feel like with your podcast and we talked a little bit about your transformation this year. What has happened to you? I, <laughs> what well, is going I, on? I don't know if it was. I guess everybody had to go within when COVID hit. Right, we were all forced to stay home, but I had this weird shift that happened mentally, spiritually. That I stopped watching television. I stopped reading all tabloids. No more page six, no more TMZ, no more Real Housewives, nothing. Stop right there. I know. I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm okay with TMZ. I, that I can deal with. But Real Housewives? None of it. What was what was the impetus? Like why just trash, trash. gotta go? I to, just realized that I was, I had to start being more aware of what I was consuming and not just in the food I was eating or what I was drinking. It was also who I was hanging around, what I was looking at, listening to, reading. It all made a difference. And if it, if I was going to use that time 
to get myself to the next level that I really had to be serious about it. And I, I was. Right. I mean, you're completely right that it's all a stupid time suck that leads to nothing. Right. And I can throw like political Twitter in there too. Like the years <laughs> that I spent just like the time suck I'm rabbit holing on like stupid shit that like literally changed nothing. Right. Um, right. I'm well aware of this. So what were, so I asked you this jokingly before we started, but like, what did you fill the time with? So you had the leftover time, right? So what did you start focusing on? So, I mean, at first of all, I've been, I've been just more present with Olivia Lots of reading, tons of reading, uh, meditation, hiking. Were you meditating before? Not as diligently as I am now. Um, a lot of hiking, spending time in nature, um, cooking, spending time outdoors and just even in my backyard and the podcast, my podcast, um, and then work, really. So did you, you started your podcast before the pandemic. So, yes. and that's been a change obviously since I saw you last. So what was the, what made you want to do that? And, and how did you decide kind of what, what were the things that you want to talk about? Cause I feel like this is one of the things we talked about on our last podcast, which is really interesting is about how you want whatever you do next. And this is now almost five years ago to be something very authentic to you. Right. And I mean, I feel like the podcast is you just 100%. 1,000%. So because yeah, I have what was the idea, obviously, I'm known as a designer, but really what my core being is about is spirituality, mindfulness, uh, manifestation, and it's I have such a passion for it. So I, I realized that no one was just going to give me a show that I could really incorporate all of those things into. So I just created my own and that was the podcast. So if I really had a lot of designer friends come in as guests, but what we talk about is about bettering your life, how to like shift perspectives, how to get out of ruts if you're in one. And I feel like it's, I get messages every day from people that saying that it's helped them through divorce or a loss of a loved one or just a change of jobs, change of careers. So it's just been really a passion project for me. I noticed that one of the things that, one of the things that struck me was that and we talked about this a little bit, too, is like, you know, your online presence is very aspirational and everything is very beautiful from kind of like what you're doing, your clothes, your makeup. I mean, everything looks perfect. But I notice on the podcast, you're very raw. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, damn, girl. You mean when I told everybody I shaved my face? <laughs> Listen, we got to do what you got to do. I mean, we are from, you know, darker stock. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's it's just a necessity. So, because it's true. We go. It's true. I, we I've, do shave our we faces. We do. But I, it's just peeling back all of the bullshit that you see on Instagram because it is all it's just baloney. And I create my feed on Instagram to be more of inspirational for design and more of like a magazine. But my stories are really just me hanging out with Olivia or being a fool. But my podcast is for sure the true, like unfiltered Sabrina. And was it weird at the beginning for your guests to get used to that? Like for them to, cause you kind of can't come on and not be honest as well. Right. You know, like you you're can't just come on and want to talk about paint colors. <laughs> right. Like you're, you're getting shit. right to it because you can't come on and not be real with you. You have to be real. But I warn everyone. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who like, I want to be a guest and I'll say, well, you, you got to be able to talk about real stuff. We can't talk about fluff. I'm never going to talk about fluff. And do you ever get nervous? I don't know. For me, sometimes even on my podcast, which, you know, is not personal. I sometimes when I listen back, I'm like, I should edit that out. Like I'll say something slightly revealing, like just now about shaving my face. 
Actually, I said I did. Right. You said you did. I never said that. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like I, I just, I get nervous because it's, it's not, it's not so much, um, I guess it's more, and, and this is, I think maybe different with age. I don't know if you feel this way that, oh no, what if like a network hears, network executive hears that and then they won't want to buy a show from me because they think I'm a certain way about this or that. Like, you know what I mean? It's not so if much I care was, what people think about me in general. Yeah. It's more like, oh, professionally, how is that going to affect me? Yes and no. I mean, that is, if somebody doesn't want to hire me about because of something that I went through and some sort of BS that I had to deal with in my personal life, if they don't want to hire me because of that, then I don't want to work for them anyway. We all have lives. We all have, We've all, a lot of us have gone through divorce or breakups or things that we aren't proud of. And I, I take what I do seriously, but I don't take myself seriously. And I've made a lot of mistakes, a lot, but I'm not embarrassed about any of them. Yeah, I think that's a through line. Like you've always been really open. I think what it is, is it's very disarming because- People like you, and by that in quotes, I mean like sort of like on-air personalities and lifestyle influencers are not are not typically real. So like when, you know, I don't know their names, Rachel Hollis, is that someone out there? Yes. Yeah, like her, like some of them come out after like, you know, just showing us their perfect life and they're like, I don't know how to tell everyone this. Oh, that they're getting a divorce? Yeah, and they've got like 17 kids and, yeah, you know, the perfect was... marriage. And it's like, what the f- but the truth is, is that if they were like you and they've been honest really about what was going on in their lives before, it probably wouldn't be that much of a surprise. But we're so used to seeing these Perfection. curated lives. Yes, I know. It's ruining us. <laughs> it is. Because we're looking at all these perfect, quote unquote, perfect couples, perfect families. And then we look at our home life and we're like, this is, what, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> but it's not, it's just, that's not the truth. I know. Like it's, everybody has hard times. Exactly. And yesterday, yesterday was Valentine's Day, everybody. Ugh, like all of the posts and the kissing <laughs> and the this. And great. I'm, you know, I really hope that you're all happy. Right. But don't come next week and tell me you guys are all getting divorced. Well, somebody said on, t- on Twitter, I think, like, I love looking at pictures of couples where I know one of them's cheated <laughs> on Valentine's Day. You know, like my love of my life. It's, yeah. I purposely never push it like that. And we personally don't even believe in Valentine's Day. Never have. And my daughter, out of nowhere, we don't even talk about it. Out of nowhere, yesterday morning, she's like, "Mom, today's Valentine's Day. It's so stupid." <laughs> I was like, "That's my girl, That's my girl." Yeah, like it's just. I mean, I think I always felt like, oh, maybe because I was single, I thought it was a bullshit holiday. And I remember saying, like, "No, when I'm married, I'm still gonna hate it. I, I'm gonna stick to that." And I have. I proud I was, of myself. I was happy to have a Valentine's this year. I'm not gonna lie. I'm so happy for you. So tell us all about it. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not that real. Maybe next time I come. Yeah, on. <laughs> exactly. We have to see how it develops. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. Can't jinx it. It's you too early. It's too early. It's too early. Yeah, that's like a whole separate podcast of like how to find love in, in COVID or oh, in the quarantine, right? Golly. It can't be easy to date now. No, it's not. It's not, especially if you're like safe. Right. I have some girlfriends right. who are just like, oh, they oh. may as well just lick handrails coming we, down the street. Can we just spend 30 <laughs> seconds talking about like last yesterday, someone that we know, I don't think he listens to this. He has a new girlfriend after divorce. He posts this Valentine's photo of them with two other couples indoors, no masks, like eating dinner. I'm just like, <laughs> what, like I, I, am I in a different reality? Yes, but you have to understand so strange. everyone's perception of what's going on is completely different. I have friends <laughs> who literally have been in lockdown under a blanket right, right. last year. Right, like people think we'd probably be crazy for sitting outdoors Some on a porch. People, 
13 feet apart. But I also, and I also have friends who are such like sticklers and want to shame people online right. for, right. it's like, I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to be safe. You do you. Yeah. You know, I can only control myself and my family. Right. right. I'm not going to start shaming people online if they're out right. with a friend. I know. I just, I just silently shame them. <laughs> yeah. No, there's I'll, like a, yeah. there's actual internet accounts, like Instagram <laughs> accounts that just sh- shame people. Do you know wow, that? Wow. No. Yes. That like outs them. Yes. <laughs> we all need to get a life and move forward. We really do. We really do. Talk about too much time in your hands. Okay. So you don't have too much time because you are very busy working. I want to talk about the two shows you're working on now. So yes. I love, I think it's just cause like, I feel like I've known you since you were a kid, even though you weren't that young. I was kind of young. You're in your twenties as, as now we're older. Twenties is been young. 20 years, hasn't it? Since I met you in 2003, um, it's almost 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. But you were on the show after I had already started it, right? Um, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. So, wow. Okay. Wow. That's really <laughs> crazy. So, so yeah. So, uh, anyway, I, I was saying that I get happy seeing your posts because I'm just like, God, she's gotten so good at what she does and out there and you're this public figure and I'm just I'm I'm like a mom a proud mom we both are yeah right <laughs> exactly so okay so talk about the shows you're doing now okay. so tiebreaker on HGTV tiebreaker great on HGTV. name I mean like you don't even need to say what the show name what, what the show is you it's, just say yeah, with this is tiebreaker <laughs> it's like it's greenlit you're good <laughs> and it's of course fun to be working with Ty because he's such a hoot we were like an old married couple that were never married. It's perfect. Gosh. Did you work together on like some an ABC? We worked thing? together on yeah on Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Okay, that's what I thought. Which was also a long time ago. So how did ago. this gig come about? I have no idea. They just called me <laughs> to be on it. I was like, you okay, said, okay, sounds good. <laughs> no, I'm in. Okay. And then the other show is called Secret Celebrity Renovation. It's going to be on CBS, but it was supposed to air last summer, and because of COVID, we had to push it back. It's supposed to air this summer, but I. Honestly, have no idea, and I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. I don't know how that's going to happen because because of COVID, we keep having to push back and push back. So there's ten episodes. We've only had two completed. Wow! And it's supposed to air this summer. Oh, yeah, you're going to be busy. <laughs> so okay, I have two questions about that show first: Secret Celebrity Renovation. So I remember my first show I ever did with Stage Three, which is the company I went to after um, in Philly. Uh, we did it. The first show was called Hollywood High Tech. And it was this woman that went in and did like high tech renovations for celebrities. And we got so much backlash because people were like, these celebrities don't need your favors. Right. <laughs> like, so what's the deal with secret celebrity renovations? So we actually go to people's homes that have they're paying it forward. So, so it's neither had to be a hook. Oh, yeah, it's not their house. Oh, it's I love like that. Their coach or their teacher or their parents or whomever. So it's somebody that they're paying forward to and they are we're renovating their house. Wait, is there a show like this with the Property Brothers? Yes. Okay. Is it the same show? It be, it's the same show, except <laughs> okay. this show was on before that. So what? It's, yeah, because this show, is, it's going to be its second season and the first season aired years ago. Okay. But apparently there was something on some website or blog saying that we stole it from the property brothers but that's not true we had the show or cbs had the show for years is this critical content producing this no it's juma entertainment oh juma okay so you can't say any of the celebs right it's all uh i could say i know they in the press release they said chris paul okay the basketball player oh yeah yeah i like him and emmett smith 
I think they said Is that again? Emmett Smith, the football player. <laughs> of course. Okay. Right. Football, that's at the ball. <laughs> they hit football, it. Football, yes. Just, you know, the Super Bowl was a little while ago. Right. Yes, yes. The weekend. <laughs> Amazing. Was it? <laughs> no. That was, I was just talking to somebody. We were going on our patriarchy rant yesterday about the about this, the weekend. Like, Shakira and J-Lo, like, worked their Killed it. Asses I off. actually think I cried. Right? I mean, I it was like up. they delivered us to, like, another level. And, and The weekend literally goes on half asleep. And they're like, he did a great job. <laughs> I was like, like, I can't. I, I can't. was waiting for somebody, like, to join him. I thought like, he was going to come out of that cube thing with somebody. Yeah, yeah bring us something. And then know? he came out again. Yeah, and, and everyone's like, like, well done, weekend. I'm like, you know what? I can't. I, can't I wish I was away the... for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Take me away, weekend. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. But God bless him. God bless the weekend. <laughs> well done. Clap, clap. Um, okay, so then tiebreaker. What's the premise of tiebreaker? So it's sort of like love it or list it where Ty comes up with a plan for them to stay in the house and renovate it. And I try to find them a new house to oh, make tweaks fun. to. So that they get everything they want on their wish list. So it's a comp- competition. Wait, and then at the end they have to figure. So it's they no. Have at, to f- the, at the beginning of the show, they'll figure out it's, if it's going to be Ty's idea or my idea, oh. and then we both team up together to make that come true. Oh, got it. Like by the end of the first act, then they have to decide. Okay, yeah. we're going to do Sabrina or Ty. I think it's the first act. Yeah. Okay, and then obviously, well. and then the rest of it's renovation, then reveal. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. Tonight we have an episode tonight. Um, but it's not going to be tonight. Right. This, so <laughs> but <just cut> that <laughs> we'll watch it. We'll watch it wherever it is. That's fun. I mean, he's a great personality. He like, is, you know, people love him. He is a piece of work, but he's so good at what he does. Is he the same in real life? Is he exactly the same in real yes. life? He seems like 100%. he was. And is it coffee or cocaine? <laughs> no, no, it's it? definitely not cocaine. Um, he, I mean, he's been very public about it. He's got a ADHD, I guess. ADHD. Oh, okay. So he's just like off the wall all right, the time. Right. And it's like, I'm working with a 14 year old. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I always say like ADHD channeled in the right way is amazing. Is Ty Pennington. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That he show. is amazing. He's so fun. I love that. So that's fun. So it's so, f- it's so fun for you that you get to do something you enjoy and also like have fun, you know, cause we always say like, we're not curing cancer. No, it should be fun. Right. You know, and it's, I don't take it for granted. I think after tr- we did a dating story together and I had that time, I think in the be- the end of dating story, I was starting to take it for granted. I think cause we were on the road so much and I was just so young. I didn't know any better. And I just thought things come easily and it, not that things don't come easily, but I, I now for sure am very grateful for every opportunity I have. And I, I wake up every morning, I make Olivia breakfast. I have my routine and I sit in bed with her. We, she has breakfast in bed with me and I write five things that I'm grateful for that day. That, this is what my therapist slash life coach told me to do. It's changed my life. And so is it different every day? Yes. How can you come up with so many things? I feel I like blessed. it's always the same shit. <laughs> but it does, t- yesterday it was my washer and dryer. Right. You know, because why? Just because that you can do laundry and that I can house. do laundry and right. it's a nice so, washer and dryer. Right. And I don't so have like, to go to a laundry right. mat. Remember or, those days? Yes, oh I do. God. So I was like, you know what? Because I had to do laundry yesterday. OK, that's good. It's the really. And I think, listen, not to be totally corny, but I feel like COVID has amplified the little things. Like I was telling you, we went out, you know, for outdoor dining the other night and we used to go out to dinner, you know, a couple times a week right. in the past. I was looking for like full makeup. I, I, I straightened my hair. I mean, I put on jeans. Whoa. I know it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> but I was like so appreciative to get the hell out of here and get served a glass of wine. I know. You know, and I do think it's really helped put a sharp and also the fact that we've been healthy for a year, knock on wood, you know, like, yes, that's just, you know, not that I, I never have really taken my health for granted, but 
God damn, it's it's a whole other level now. It is. It is. I mean, I've also been so focused on my health too, mental and physical health since COVID started. I mean, I have, my mom said that because I feel so much better. I think in the beginning of COVID, I was going through a little bit of a depression and I feel so great. My mom's like, I don't even know what worked for you. You've done so many healers and, (laughs) and meditations. And I went to Sedona and got my chakras cleaned. And it's like, I love it. And I told my mom, I don't care what worked as long as I feel good. I really don't give a shit. Exactly. It's not hurting. It's just helping. I've done it all. Tapping. I I love it. So speaking of which sort of, I noticed a Joshua tree post. Yes. I'm looking my new vision is to create a healing house where it's like an Airbnb that you go for three day retreats. And it's a, a place where you go to meditate, get healing done. People come to the house and it's also absolutely effing beautiful. Okay. This is going to kill. Are you kidding? Yeah. This is like tailor made for LA. I know. Wait, when is this happening? Well, so I was in, I had put in an offer for a farm. It was an avocado farm in Fillmore um, because I was going to make it like a big retreat where people, a lot of people can come to and stay. Um, but unfortunately, they didn't accept my offer. And so now I'm like, maybe I'll just sort of start small and make it one Airbnb that's a self-guided healing retreat. Um, and then hopefully make it into something like a small hotel where people can go to. This is so brilliant. It's just where, oh, and that was also in my book that I found the other day. I don't even know how I had this vision 15 years ago. And I called it the healing house. What? Yeah, what? (laughs) Maybe you're just psychic. (laughs) Maybe it's not really about visualization at all. You're just literally a fortune teller. I feel like maybe I am. (laughs) Oh my God, this is insane. Yeah, so that's where I kind of, I still love love doing design TV. Yeah, I still love doing my podcast, but I, I want to switch and being able to merge spirituality and mindfulness into design. Oh my gosh, it is. It's the perfect merger of, of your interest. Yeah, that's me. But wait, you also need to sell that as a, like your renovation of it can be a show too. There you go. We'll, you can help me. <laughs> yes. I love this idea. Cause I can't, there's one thing I can't do or like writing up ideas. I'm just, that's not my I forte. I can do that. That's, that's me all day. <laughs> okay. Lastly, we have to talk about Clubhouse. You need to tell me what it is and whether or not I actually have to do it. Because you do. if one more person texts me, hey, Lisa, I have a Clubhouse offer for you. Because it's right up your, it's like right up your alley. It's okay, all audible. since I can guarantee nobody knows what's going on. It's like, if I don't new... know what it is, then no one does. Okay. You know how Instagram is, you know, all pictures. Yeah. Clubhouse is audible. Okay. You know, so it's it's just like a radio show live that people can listen to and participate in. But you just drop in, like, is it going all day? There are rooms happening all day long. So, yeah, you could start a room right now and it could be you and I in like starting the room. People start listening. What if no one joins? What if it's just us? (laughs) I don't know. I haven't started a room yet, but (laughs) I'll try. That would freak me out. Why? It's just like Instagram Live. You go live, you don't know if anyone's going to watch, and usually people do. Do you get. Uh, that's a great question. I've never done an Instagram live in, in my life. When you do Instagram live, do you have sort of like an average of people that will show up? I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, it was like usually like 300 or so, like anywhere between 150, depending on the time of day too. And then are you like interacting like, oh, hey, Sarah, thanks for asking that. Yeah, I okay. do. And then if somebody else joins that has a good following, then uh, the numbers go up like substantially. Because they can see that they're in your It'll room. It'll say, uh, Sabrina Soto's live with whomever. Oh, oh, they actually join. Like yes. you, You're like, okay, I'll let them in. Yes. I see, I've seen, I've 
gone on other people's and they're like, do you want to join this? And I'm yeah. like, I don't think that I can so if they press, that. If you say yes and they invite you, you do, like if there's a split screen and then you're both live on Instagram. And do you ever plan one with somebody? Like would you yes. and Ty do one to promote? We should. You should, right? Note to self, text Yeah, I'm this. surprised <laughs> they don't make you do that kind of stuff to promote it. <laughs> if you could only see my face. <laughs> this is so such a treat because I've been doing these on Zoom for the last whatever 10 months. It's so nice to see someone in person that's not my husband or my daughter. God. I mean, you travel, you're like out there in the world. I, I mean, this isn't the worst place to be in the middle of winter. I'm very grateful. You're so grateful. I mean, right? I can't. I mean, I was in a tank top this morning. Yeah. I well, when my they were getting like 50 feet of snow in New York and they I was like, are. I literally just walked Brady in a tank it was top. snowing in Austin this morning. Wow. Was wow. it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have to say like in the moments that I've missed my family so much this past year, the weather has in winter really keeps that engine going. Can you imagine being stuck in a New York no, apartment? You can do nothing. No, no. Oh my, my dad God. is right now. They're just snowed in. Is he living in the city? He lives in the Bronx. Okay. Really? In City Island. I didn't realize that. Is yeah. that where he grew up? Well, he grew up in Cuba. That's what I thought. I was like, wait a minute. And isn't there a Miami connection? I was born in Miami, okay. but like we moved out when I was three. And so. you grew up in New York. I grew up in New Jersey and here. Wait, where in New Jersey? We probably talked about this last Hazard time. Heights. What exit? Like near, everybody always says, I don't know, I didn't drive back then. Right. Um, <laughs> or pay attention. Near Paramus-ish. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Carney. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I did go back um, the end of October to New York, which was like a stealthy trip that somehow I survived. And we spent about four days in Jersey because half my family's in Jersey. And it was fall. It was like peak foliage. It's so beautiful. I never noticed. I mean, because we, you know, we just spent all our time going like, New Jersey's the armpit, you know. But it's not. It's actually like one of the most beautiful <laughs> places. Dare. I found all of these gorgeous parks. Great corn. Right? It was, <laughs> right. We went to a pumpkin patch. I was like, New Jersey's kind of amazing. Like Montclair is beautiful. Montclair, that's Ramsey. where That's where I was fantasizing I was going to have a house. Yeah. Montclair's gorgeous. Right? It's such an, a cool town. Yeah. And yeah. I have a lot of my relatives live there. Uh, yeah, so it really it it changed my perspective, and I think. What do you actually, keep looking down at? By the way, that's the exact same I keep thing I have. Making sure that I'm recording because I'm paranoid that like all of a sudden it's gonna just drop oh, out. Oh really? I don't. You know, I haven't used it in so long, so I'm just like. How long are your podcasts usually? It's over now. <laughs> now <laughs> you're like <laughs> and done, done. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking down because we're done. Uh, it just depends on how interesting the guest is. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's why we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> Twenty minutes. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't usually I try not to go longer than 45 because then it's sort of drones. Like, yeah. I had three people on like two podcasts ago and there was just no way to keep that. And then at the end, they flipped the tables and they started asking me questions. So that went on like an additional 10 or 15 minutes that I did not see coming. Yeah. So that one was extra long, but we got a lot of good feedback on it. So, yeah, I try to keep them like 40 at the most. Yeah. Is that you? Yeah, yours are I do pretty consistent. Than that, yeah. Especially if I'm by myself. What the hell am I going to talk about for an hour? But that's a talent people do not realize. Like I do a little intro where I talk about like what I watched this week. Um, just like give people recommendations. And I find I'm really not comfortable without talking to someone. But I listen to podcasts where it's like you. They're just, I mean, you have guests too. But people are just talking the whole, people don't realize how hard that is. Wendy Williams. Right? Gotta did you her. watch? At least tell me you broke your TV rule for Wendy. I well, I didn't we talked watch about her on the last podcast. <laughs> I didn't watch her Lifetime movie, but yes, I did. You're right. I did break my rule because I Thank watched you. the documentary. What'd you think? 
I have such respect for that woman. I right. really, even though really, she doesn't like you, I learned that on the last. Podcast. She doesn't like me. No, didn't you say that? Oh, because I was insulted just, her. I offended her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did she say something about me? She did when I had her on. She was sitting right there. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Um, I have such respect that she. I feel like so talented, but man especially what I, we, you and I were talking about how I was in a bad relationship before, like seeing that. And I know what she went through on a, such a small scale. I was in one. I couldn't imagine being in a relationship like that for 20 something years. Remember we were talking earlier about coercive, coercive control. And yeah. I mean, he is, he textbook. Yes. Kev. But and you, she's still controlled by him. If you didn't notice the way she still talks about yes. him, that's the most upsetting part. She I, was know, like, okay, Kevin, I know you have to wrap this up. She said Kevin always thing. had the best a best uh, intentions for me. Like, no, no, no he didn't, no, honey. Girl. Yeah, she doesn't see it yet. She I know. needs therapy. But she is going through. But the thing is, what yeah. I, what there's the misconception that's out there, and I, I just want to touch on this, yes, is that please. a strong woman who's got her shit together, there's no chance that you could ever be in a, an abusive relationship. And, and if you are, then just why don't you walk away? And I can say this. You know those like like when somebody gets kidnapped and they like chain you to a bed and then little by little they'll take like the chains off but they'll still keep the doors right. locked. This and is how they keep. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I was in a relationship where I finally had the chains. Like he left to go get milk. Everything was unlocked and I was like still sitting there. Do you watch Search Party? Oh, you don't watch. I can't talk I to you about TV, but that was literally the last season of Search Party. It was exactly what you're saying. And I but finally people, walked out and right. I feel like what in God's name? What and took the thing so long? is is that well, the other misconception is you don't have low self-esteem. Right. You don't you're a strong woman. Yeah. This is not like, oh, she just loved herself. You do love yourself. Yes. This is just the way of, they're that good. They are that good. Yeah. And really? this is what I want to like. My goal in life is to shatter that myth of like, you just don't love yourself enough, honey. It's not Wendy true. Williams loves herself. It's absolutely not. Yes. You know, exactly. She you was just brainwashed and she still is. Like I said, I mean, she still thinks till this day that he always did right by her, you know, and that's why it took her like five more years to get her talk show because he kept saying no to them. I'm sorry. What the it's so sad. What an asshole. But man, like like kudos to her that even amongst all of that turmoil that she had in her life, she still created a successful show. And what about when she fainted? <laughs> and he still was like, go show what you got. I went, what? <laughs> no, She's, lay down, And girl. she seemed fine when she, <laughs> she came like, back. <laughs> like, with her Statue of Liberty costume. Like I'm embarrassed to say I've seen that clip multiple times. Because I mean, once she you watch looked, it, you kind of keep watching it. It's so sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Listen, Wendy is fast. I find her, the fact that she let the cameras interview her, laying down with that machine and just bawling her eyes out. Like, but see, that's what, that's what I love. Right. Cause to you love allow, the real. Exactly. Because if I'm watching that back, cause she was an EP. I mean, she had, she could say like, hell no. Take that out. Yeah, right. She's like, yeah, let's leave it all so in. So imagine what she did take right? out. <laughs> Can you even, I'm just like, I love this woman. Just sipping on her champagne. Uh, she's, she's such a character. I know she is. The, the movie, you didn't miss much. I mean, it was, the doc, there's nothing better than real Wendy. Right. I think she did a great job. I, ta I talked about this already, but um, there's nothing like hearing it and seeing it from. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from her own mouth. Yeah. God bless Wendy Williams. God, God bless, bless Serena. <laughs>
Wendy, thank, if you're listening. You. <laughs> Is that if anyone's still listening? <laughs> yeah. All right, just quickly tell us where we can find you and, okay. and promote your shows so we so can all watch. on CBS Secret Celebrity Renovation, whenever it's yeah. going to air. Coming um, soon. Coming soon. <laughs> HGTV Tiebreakers, Sabrina Soto, oh, Redesigning Life with Sabrina Soto Podcast. That's the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram. I have my rug collection yes. online. Everywhere. I love your rugs. Thank you. They're really beautiful. Thank you. I'm reasonable. Thank you. I have kitchen cabinets coming out. What? And I'm working on a new mobile game for designing homes. So. Are you going to be the next Kim Kardashian? Remember when she came out with like she licensed herself and yes. made like $50 million overnight? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Let's visualize. Write it in that book. I don't want Kim Kardashian in my vision board. No, no get her out. Well, put that, put that, uh, the video <laughs> game or whatever. It's not a video game. It's an app. <laughs> it's an app. Yeah, it's a okay. video I'm confused. Mobile game. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I have no, find me I, on Instagram. That's where I'm mostly on yes you have a beautiful instagram thank you i don't follow that many like lifestyle people and yours is just like it's literally just bright and cheery but another thing that changed on yeah. during covid i i used to be so diligent about posting every day now i don't eat, like there'll be a week that goes by that i don't post because i'm just I'm living but who takes your pictures my girlfriend okay she'll i was like over. who is this professional photographer she's not she's just, just like, on the iphone yeah she'll take some iphone pictures they look or, so good thanks it's I mean, an editing, amazing oh, what you can do this snapseed well, anybody listening if okay. you want to snap snapseed is a great app for photo fil like filters and thank you for this information yes listen if you want to look like sabrina <laughs> get just... botox and use snapseed <laughs> that's we said it we said it all we said it all thank you for doing this again you. you're the best <laughs> 